The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the new Nasty Boys. I'm your co-host this morning, afternoon, evening, or whenever the fuck you decide to listen to this, Billy DeVore. And sitting across from me, as always, is... Lee Michael Kimbrell. How you doing? Nasty Boys and Girls, welcome to the DeVore Emporium, part two. The Squeakquel. The Squeakquel. That I stole from Schubert. Yeah, I like the Squeakquel. The Squeakquel's pretty good. The Squeakquel's good. I mean, we're sitting here in our lovely, beautiful studio with the great vintage table with the red seats. And then, you know what? A little squeaky. <laughs> little squeak. Yeah, a little squeakquel. Little squeak. So, here we go. Welcome to part two. Nasty boys and girls all around the goddamn world. Hi. Thanks for checking in. How do you think they're doing, Bill? Better now. We're pretty good. We're pretty the new good. nasty boys are all up in your lobes, and yeah. you're welcome. So I hope you're doing better now. I think they are. Mm. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they're good. I am pretty sure also, man. Uh, did you – football started today. Not that we give an F about football. We do, yeah, but we not really. Yeah, we a little bit. We give a little bit, but uh, you doing fantasy this year? I am doing fantasy. You know, technically that's gambling. Really? It is. I mean, it's not like you're going there and calling a, uh, a bookie or anything, but it is gambling. Wow. So if it tickles your fancy at all, if you're doing fantasy football this year, if you're watching the Packers-Bears thinking, holy shit, Rodgers, throw a touchdown, Yeah. then you probably fall in the category of people who uh, ask us all sorts of questions about who to bet on and who to bet with, you know? And I don't always know who's going to win, but I do know where to go. And what's the answer, Bill? My bookie. It's my goddamn bookie. My bookie. Between their live in game betting, endless prop bets, and fantasy sports wagers. There's something for everyone, and with the best player perks in the game, they've been good to us, and we know that they're going to be good to you guys. So, they're hooking our listeners up. That's you guys, nasty boys and girls. All you got to do is visit mybookie.ag and use the promo code CHAIR when creating your account to claim 50% bonus. That means if you're laying down 100 bucks, boom, my bookie is going to give you an extra $50 to play with. So that is M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E dot A-G. Promo code CHAIR. You know, you play, you win, you, you get, get paid, paid, baby. You Woo! get paid, right? Yeah, you know my what? Bookie. You know what I like to do when I after I get paid? You know, get I, like laid. To, I love to get laid. <laughs> love to. And you know, here's what's crazy. Guys, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Want to increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed? Well, then listen up. Yeah. BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color. BlueChew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know it works. You can take them anytime, day or night, on a full stomach or empty. And since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill, so you can be ready whenever an opportunity arises. Yummy. If you can benefit from extra function and more confidence where it counts, BlueChew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance. Most guys talk a good game, but Blue Chew helps you follow through. Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package, so no in-doctor visit, waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They've made the, they were made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships directly, they're cheaper than any pharmacy. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use the promo code 
armchair. Just pay five bucks for shipping. Again, that's B L U E Chew.com. Promo code armchair to try it for free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring our, bo- our podcast. Their pills might be soft, but your dick won't be afterwards. That blue is Chew. A fact, it is a fact. Put a Blue Chew in your mouth. She's going to go down south. You know what I'm talking about? Hey. Your hard old wiener. Hard, stiffy wiener. That's what I'm talking about. Hard, stiffy wiener. <laughs> Dude, I, dumbest. I had my boner wake me up again. And a boy. And my boner woke me up because I, was, I had a stark, stark, stark erection about a cheetah. They are a sexy cat. Sexy cat. Yeah, that's a fact. Was it talking? Rare puss. Yeah. Was she talking to you? No, just running in the running in the jungle, like running in the Sahara. Poetry in motion, dude. It's beautiful. And I'm just like, God, I wake up and I'm like, why is a vein about to pop? The big cats will get you, man. Yeah. It's but a I fact. Wanna... And in all seriousness, though, like, it's, it's anonymous. The whole stigma between getting boner pills, it's like, it's gone. Yeah. Just go to bluechew.com. Yeah. Type in code armchair and get yep. a deal. Yep. They'll send it to your house. Your girl doesn't even have to know, man. It's your just fun little secret. She's yep. going to be like, did you take a blue chew? And you say, no, nah, girl. We good. And it's your little secret. And with the money that you save from the promo code, it's not even going to pop up on your like <laughs> bank history. Pop, pop up. up. Come on. Your dick is. But it's not going <laughs> to pop up on your bank history. No, it's not. 150 bucks for boner pills. It's going to say... Yep. You know, forty nine ninety nine for fucking discreet loving. You know what it's going to say? $5 for shipping. Yeah, $5 for shipping. And that's then it. you can get boners thinking about cheetahs. Yeah. Again, if that's a thing you want. $5 for shipping. Yep. Bring it in. Try yep. it. Let it rip. If you're listening to this, <laughs> I would imagine that you're nasty and you can get a boner and a stiff breeze. But. But. Sometimes you can't. Yeah. You don't know what's going on at work. Your mind's somewhere else. You want to please your lover, but you can't. Yeah. Nope. Pop in a blue chew. If, yeah. you, if you're worried about the taste, chase it with a starburst. Same consistency. <laughs> and just get after it. Also, it works whenever and releases whenever since it's a chewable and it just Boom. hangs out there. Yeah, you just hit it. Hit Fine. it. And then hit it. Hit it. And then when you want a bone, you just ask it. And guess what? It's going to answer. Hit it. Hit it. And quit it. Hit it. Hit it. And quit it. Take a nap, eat a sandwich, hit it, it again. again. That's what I'm talking about, baby. Champ. We don't think it's about fucking. Hit them, slap them buns. Make it rain. Make it clap. Make it clap. Bluechew.com. Make it clap. But don't get it. The don't, clap. Don't get it. Because <laughs> that's not that's not what these pills are for. It's a fact, no. They, yeah, they're not going to help you not get no. VD. And they're not going to help you get rid of them. Yeah, so. This is not penicillin. going to give you a boner. Yep. Which, guaranteed. Which also, I'm not judging you. Eat them however you want. Put them wherever you want. Get it going again. What if you took a blue chew and wrapped it in some cheese and fed it to a dog? Don't do that. I'm going to go to bluechew.com, <laughs> promo code armchair, and give it to my cat. Blue diamond chew. <laughs> <laughs> All organic pet vitality pills. Yeah, hell yeah. That's oh, man, are you tired right. of your dog not having a big enough boner? <laughs> are you sick of your dog's dong not slobbering anymore? Are you embarrassed when you go to the dog park and your dog has a flaccid penis? <laughs> Blue chew. Blue diamond chew. For your dog. <laughs> for your dog. Not for human consumption. Yeah. <laughs> Fool me once, you hot-ass dog. dog. Shout out Mikey Crones. Yeah. That's right, dog. Yeah. How was your week, Bill? 
good. Busy as fuck. Yeah, it normally is. The Devoraporium 2.0 doesn't build itself. It does not. It takes a wonderful wife to do it. <laughs> Alicia Slade, first lady of the pod, not a surprise at all. No, she did a great job. She did 95% of it. I helped, but... Yeah, I mean, he, it looks like it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know it you looks want me, so good. Here's what I would do if I was setting this up. A pile would just get moved to a different side of the room. Yeah, exactly. That's about it. It needs to go over here. Nah, that's it. So, but overall, I mean, like, you know, this weekend we had dear old friend of the pod, Alex Schubert, help us move it all up. Love that boy. Catch him on Fuck You, We Like the Bengals. Yes, I'm on the first episode, and I talk about this podcast because I like talking here more. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but, dude, my back went out Saturday. It was toast. Um, also, Friday, John Holmes came and helped for a little bit. Sweet boy. Sweet, sweet man. Trust your comrade. Got us a vinyl. He got us Twin Shadow because we saw them at... Uh, bellwether together to get oh well he's he's one for sentiment for a guy who always says he's a sociopath <laughs> he's so thoughtful he's the he's it, it, it kill that's why that sociopath stuff never works because he's not no he's, he's just like the most feely person I've ever met yeah I I think I've kissed him more this week than my wife dude have you seen the preview for the movie Peanut Butter Falcon. Oh, is that with uh, Zac Efron and the... That's Shia LaBeouf. That's right. Kid with Down Syndrome. Yeah, yeah. I watched that with Holmes, and he started crying. And then the next night, we did an open mic together, and he did a bit about how he's a sociopath. (laughs) What are you talking about? You cried during a two-minute trailer, John. (laughs) Fuck off. That's sociopath. You're a fucking sweet boy. You're You're just depressed. Yeah. (laughs) But who is it? Yeah, right. You're just, just, just... Sad at your core. It's okay, yeah, it was, man. We all are. Yeah, that's that's kind of Dude, a so part of being a human. Your back went out. Yeah. Where in your back? Because I'm I'm dealing with fucking back issues right now too, man. Lower back? Left shoulder blade. Oh, I get that too. Bad, bro. Like it's always been an issue from goalie. Yeah. I would just dive with no form and land on it, but it yeah. didn't matter because I was 18 and made of steel. Right. And I really the only form of exercise I do besides stretching and yoga is like push ups. So wow, my, I don't sho- do that. my shoulders fucked up, mm-hmm. and then on Sunday I went to Ashland with Mikey Webbs was there. Oh, how's Mikey? Oh, he's just excellent. He's just killing the game. Yeah. And uh, he, uh, Stephen, my brother, the ghost witch guy, yeah, the, yeah. the witch fucker, he came up behind me and cracked my back and was about half an inch off. And I just felt something in my shoulder completely go. I didn't tell oh. him because that would just break his heart, mm-hmm. especially with all the shoulder injuries that he's had. Yeah. But, I mean, I haven't been able to clear my throat the entire week. Oh, I haven't been sucks. able to laugh hard. Today, I think, I, I think this might be my last tiny bit of youthful vitality. It's been drained? You know, No, but I'm saying, like, it happened on Sunday. Monday, it hurt. Tuesday, mm-hmm. I could barely walk. Yeah. Wednesday, it hurt so bad that my stomach hurt. Oh, that's the worst. And then today, it's better. It's like, it's, mm-hmm. it still hurts. I'm very, very aware of it. But, sure. like, it's getting slightly better. Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll see. If I wake up tomorrow and it's okay, then that would be incredible. Did you ice it or anything? Oh, I've been icing it and uh, really haven't been stretching it much in case it's like a ligament or something out of... You know, but I've just been trying to keep it moving. Yeah. But, I mean, you don't hurt yourself during allergy season. No. Because every sneeze 
I scream in pain. Oh yeah, because <laughs> so you, your whole body convulses and you just feel that sharp pain. So did you like, God li- damn it. did you lift something up and then feel something go, or yeah. was it kind of like a stress fracture type deal? So like I've stress fractured it twice, um, or pressure fractures all up and down my spine twice, both from car accidents. So I think it's combined with lifting stuff, sitting on these benches for hours a day, and click clacking. If you're going to work from home, you need to invest in a chair. I'm getting a chair for upstairs. Yeah, you need a chair. I need a chair. And the click clack away, plus, you know, if you think about it, you go from the basement up here, that is six flights of stairs. That is, that's a lot of hauling. Plus those ones behind you, that's seven. You're going outside. Going outside, going around, going in and out, up, up or down. So I think combined with that, it just felt like there was so much pressure on my back. It felt like my back had become a pepper cracker. Mm. And I was like, mm, this isn't good. So Take a rest. Yeah, I got, I got a lot of small stuff, but even a couple flights up the steps, I'm like, I'm toast. It's not good. Well, I'm also fat. Like, I'm fat. I'm out of shape. The only exercise yeah. I do is well, I pick up and I move T-shirt boxes, which are between 20 to 50 you pounds. You move your body. You walk to bars. <laughs> Thanks, man. That makes me feel better. You, do. you walk to bars. Yeah, I walk to bars. Uh, <laughs> that's about it. Oh, walk, walk to the ballpark. That's you know. You got to see a game this week, right? Uh, yeah, I went Sunday. And you sat right in front of who? Mo Egger, Egghead, baby. The egg, the Eggman. And he said he had never heard of the podcast, which is about right. Fuck that. <laughs> Put your ear to the ground, Egger. Come on, dude. Fucking listen up, man. Come on, guy. You're the future, motherfucker. So I got introduced to him. Podcasts by- are the future, Mo. I'm sorry. <laughs> listen up, man. We're going to be on. your boss one day, Mr. Egger. Mr. Egger. I say that with respect, but come on. Yeah. We're taking over. Come on, Papa 1530. Hop, come into my kitchen. You got to get a little nastier and stop taking those selfies all close up to <laughs> Dude, Alicia had not seen them. It's it's appalling. And they're bad. He he doesn't know he looks like a child who doesn't know how to smile in his first kindergarten picture. He looks like a child who doesn't know how to smile, but he takes pictures like an eighty five year old man who just bought an iPhone for the first time. Low and down. Dude, you're fat. <laughs> Don't do that angle, Dude, though. he is not fat in person. Well, you know what I mean? But uh, it's adding. Big. It's adding. He's big. Dude. I don't even look good from that angle. I'm taller than him. Really? Yeah. Little boy. Little stout boy. Yeah. He looks bigger because he's got his phone down yeah. under his nippy, and he's shooting up. Switch it up, man. Dude, higher or face level. Or try this on for size. None at all. None. Quit posting fucking selfies, Mo Egger. <laughs> no one's asking for selfies, selfies from you, bro. We know you're in the studio. I've listened to you for fucking twelve years. Right. I don't need to. I don't need to see your fucking face. I'm good. That's actually why you're on the radio, bro. <laughs> if you had a face for TV, you'd be on TV. <laughs> you'd take Richie Skin's job. Fat. But no, it was. Whew. But you did get to chat for him for a little bit. A little bit. Uh, I got introduced to him by one of Alicia's coworkers, and uh, he was, you know, he was a little off. He didn't really didn't seem like he wanted to talk. I was like, hey, why the why the fuck is Wandy up here? He's like, well, they brought him up for September first call ups. I was like, I get it, but come on, well, the results have been the same. He's like, ah. and then just like stopped. And I was well, like, well, I get it. Okay, he's, so he's not at work. He probably just wants to be there, but he should have the awareness to know that like. If he had given you two minutes of quality FaceTime, 
Right. That's only going to help his cause. Exactly. It would have been nicer. But then I talked to him about a segment he had with some quarterback at UCLA who asked him to be on the podcast, or asked him, who has a podcast, and asked him to be on the radio. And then he didn't show up. So Mo went off for about 30 minutes and almost swore on air and was just furious. So I talked to him about that. And I was like, what's, what's sure up with that? Talking about that? He was like, what's up with that? I was, I was like, man, fuck that guy. That guy was the fucking worst. And I was like, here really? we go. I hit a nerve. And he's like, yeah, fuck that guy. He was terrible. Like, he just, you know, he reached out to us. I'm like, yeah, that's awful. Like, he had a PR person get reach out to you and didn't check his email. He's like, I know, didn't check it. How do you not check your email? I was like, yeah, you get a notification on your email to add a reminder to your calendar yeah. as soon as a date pops up yeah. in an email yeah. to your phone. And so I was like, look, and I was like, I host my own podcast. It's, I'm, you know, I get it with guests. Like I told him about the new Nasty Boys and that we roast every team in Major League Baseball. Okay, like, cool. And he went, he went, oh, that's cool. And I was like, okay, cool, cool, cool. He like, he kind of likes that. It is a cool idea. Yeah, it, it has been cool. It is a good cool. idea. Thank you, Alex and Sam. It is a good, good idea. idea. Yeah. And this time we've just expanded to the whole league. So, but he was like, cool. I was like, so I get it with guests, but with you, you're live on air. He's like, yeah, just Fuck that guy. And he's like, ah, yeah. And then he finishes beer. He's like, I got to go home, get back to the wife. I was like, it was nice to meet you. He's like, it was really nice meeting you too. So like, it was a kind of a cool interaction. Seems professional enough. Yeah. You, you weren't like overbearing. No, I was. When you texted me and said that you were sitting right in front of him, I assume you hadn't talked to him yet. No, I was. Uh, I looked at Alicia. Or Alicia looked at me and she went, Mo Agar's about to sit behind us. And I was like, I immediately started getting nervous. I don't yeah. really get nervous. I, get that. I, I don't get why you were nervous. Yeah, it's like that okay, makes sense. That's somebody who I'm like, okay. You've heard his voice for a decade. I've longer. heard his voice for a decade. We, I guess we kind of do the same thing. We do the same thing. Yeah, he's just prof- a little bigger. He's a little bigger. A little bit. Just a, a little, little. Just a little. Uh, mo bit bigger. And a little bit mo. A little bit mo. By a little bit mo. So, you know, I was like, cool, I want to kind of, you know, make a good impression. Can I get a squeeze of this new crazy juice you got, Doc? Yeah, dude. Hell yeah. Dude, I tweeted. Really dis- uh, yeah, I was about to say, describe this killer vape juice you just got. I just got, it is Swedish fish flavored. So I tweeted out, I uh, got Swedish fish vape juice, so now I can get lung cancer and diabetes at the same time. Oh, that's a good tweet. Two likes. It hasn't gotten fire yet, When would you tweet it? About... Two hours ago? Well, give it some time, brother. I'll fucking tweet I'll, it. I'll get at it. Yeah, I'll, I'll find that. it. No, I yeah. like that. I'll let, I'll let Blake get a hold of it with Oklahoma. Yeah, let jo- get that Oklahoma bump and let that ride, baby. That's a good tweet. Dude, Alicia's locked out of her Twitter. What happened? So it's it was linked to an old email, and she can't get into that email, and Twitter's support team's like, we can't do anything because we're Twitter. We don't want to. Like, there's no way to recover from her cell phone number. To do it that way, they don't have it saved in there for some reason. That sucks. On top of when you reach out and like you send them a message, it's like other. There you go. They just you send it, and then it says, "Oh, thanks for uh, sending your problem to us. We don't respond to these. We just learn from them." What do you mean? You don't do your job. That's what you're saying, Twitter. You don't do your job. We don't respond to them. Yeah, they don't respond to other or specific needs when you need support. It's insane. Not cool, Jack Dorsey. Is that who started it? Jack Dorsey. Who's? At Jack. 
That's his Twitter handle, the guy who, he's like the Mark Zuckerberg, he's like Tom from MySpace. Oh, okay. Yeah, Jack Dorsey, he made Twitter, that monster. Thanks, dude. We really needed it. I really appreciate you ruining the world. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for 2012. Yeah, we've never been more connected, and it's terrifying. It's awful. So, she can't get in there, it's just been a, a disaster. Well, so that sucks. Yeah, it really does. But I mean, you made uh, you made me dinner tonight. How was it? It was so fucking good. I came over here and wrote some burns uh, with Billy and Alicia. I walked in. I was lucky. I walked in. What? And you said an hour, maybe less, after yeah. the brand new couches got here. Yeah. So I walked into the Devora Porium 2.0 being fully furnished. It's- Two brand new sick ass sectionals. I mean, you guys dropped a little coin, dog. A little bit. One of them my mom bought as a wedding gift, so it took very kind. Yes, nine months, but we're here and it's done. So that's the but, perfect but, wedding gift. It's just like an IOU later mm-hmm. in life yeah. when you can just call on a favor. You Duh. know, I got to hey, call in a favor. Hey, hey. I got a call in a favor for you, Mom. I need a fucking new sectional upstairs. <laughs> Mama, you get a sectional. I'll get a sectional, and we'll split it. So, so see what happens. Yeah, hey. we'll see what fucking happens here. Hey, you know, we I need to all... bust up this fucking couch into sections, <laughs> Ma. You understand? We can all benefit from this transaction. No, but they're they're just beautiful. They're great couches that makes the room look so good. It's currently <laughs> right now. It's currently this gorgeous couch covered in aluminum foil. Billy's gonna put it on the Instagram because it's funny. Yeah. Uh, but you know, Billy and Alicia have two little cats, and I love nothing more than a little meow. But they do like to pee on things, and uh, so Billy and Alicia covered their brand new couch in <laughs> aluminum foil <laughs> to make sure that the cats don't pee on it in the night. Yeah, which what is What the fuck, s- little cats, man? Cats are so great. And then why are they just, why are they drawn to pee there? I think it's because of the softness. So I think Feels I kind of like traced dirt. it. I think I traced it. So when we had the litter box under, under our skylight in the cellar, right, uh, we put, instead of he would like pee on the concrete, uh, instead of, you know, like figuring out, like moving the box, whatever, we put pads down. And those pads are soft. So then you move from that to the wicker couch, and you move from the wicker couch to, to the, the rug. To the softest pad of all time. To the rug, and then to the couch. Yeah. So he pissed Cat on pee's so not cool, much. man. Yeah. This place is wild. Like, you have got it. You got it down to, like, even your refrigerator is covered with all of your shit. Yeah, it's just, sorry, I'm still finishing this post. It's all good, man. And I did it. And it's done. It's done. Um, what, what? Sorry. My shit's just everywhere. (laughs) No, no, no. I'm just saying that like you guys have even got it down to like the herb rack and the magnets and wedding invitations and shit on the refrigerator. Like it's so weird. I've said it last podcast, but like, man, I'm geeking out. It's all the same. It's just slightly different. It's just a little bit bigger. Yeah. Actually a lot bigger. Yeah. Much, much bigger. But it was because we just moved everything from downstairs to upstairs. We didn't put it in a box. We tape it and then throw it in a truck and then some Have to fully reassemble. Right. You carry it up a piece, put it where you want it. And then it's like, okay, this is where this is going to go. And now we know where it goes. Like when we brought up our pantry, we brought it up and we immediately put everything back in it and reorganized it. Yeah. So that was so nice. And then it's like, okay, then we can keep moving shit yeah so it's cool man i mean the move was great uh, it's just yeah it's just i'm glad that it's, that's all over i'm exhausted still yeah with work it's like work 
that plus this and doing fuck you, we like the Bengals, plus my mic on Tuesday, plus, you know, life. It's just like, whew, I'm beat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, and I'm working, you know, sometimes, you know, eight, ten hours a day. Well, when you work from home, the one thing that they can get you on is that you can technically work whenever around the clock. You know, if you go to a brick and mortar store where you work within the walls of that brick and mortar, yeah, you're on the clock when you're on the clock. Well, that didn't change either. I yeah. mean, when I even when I went yeah. to the warehouse, you know, I've got G chats on my phone, so it's just constantly <laughs> with you know nine different things. Yeah. But now what's nice is I'm in my own little world. And I just sell shit, and then it shows like, hey, is he working? Well, look at the numbers. Yes, he is. Cool. Yeah. And then he, they leave you alone. Yeah. He's already uh, had a third of his sales increase from the first month to this month. So yeah, it's going well. I'm really happy with it, but it's still just all tired. And I did a spot of Go Bananas on. No, I'm saying. What? Merch. Oh, like that's a yeah. conversation probably off mic, but like, dude, obviously, yeah, that's it, a that's a customer. Well, I mean, it's everybody, you know. Like the smoothness hit me up. Yeah, it's it's literally anywhere I go, I can hand out a card and I can make something happen. It's dope. Last weekend at the club, the headliner Joe Zimmerman plugged Cincy shirts every time he did his merch pitch. Yeah, because I talked to him on Saturday. Yeah, he was like, yeah, so I make my shirts with a local Cincy company, Cincy shirts. I thought it was cool. It was awesome. Yeah. And I gave him my card because, you know, you had me do a spot on Saturday, which yeah. did not go well. No. <laughs> no. It. I was pooped on top of the crowd just did not think I was fat enough for fat jokes. Yeah, you just left from moving for 10 hours. At minimum, you know, from all week. And it was just, which is fine, but it was more of... I went up. The crowd didn't think I was that fat because they were old and they were fatter than yeah, me. Yeah, they were all fatter than you. <laughs> so, so I even addressed it. I did these the jokes I normally do with the fat stuff that always works. And I looked at him. I was like, "You guys don't think I'm that fat, do you?" I said that to them. I, yeah. you guys don't think I'm that fat. And I, then they kind of chuckled. I bet that loosened them up a little bit. A little, just a just a scotch. Just tight wads, baby. Tight wads <laughs> at the banana. Still had fun. Yeah. Still had a good time. Still got to work with Shalafu. Yeah, who, I mean, he even struggled up top. Yeah, that's what he said. And it was just, and then Muhammad, it was so funny, Muhammad did his jokes, were about, like, you know, growing up Islam, and then whenever he, and then he shit on Christianity, Islam stuff killed. And yeah. then when he shit on Christianity, it was crickets. Because, mm-hmm. and then Muhammad got off stage, I was like, man, that's, some of that stuff went really well. And he was like, yeah, because they're racist. Dude, I heard... Or I didn't hear shit. I saw, like, the dopest post today. You know Ryan Stout? Yeah, that dude rules. That thing he posted on Twitter. You saw it today? Yeah. Here he goes. He goes, the world of comedy only has two groups. Comedy consumers and comedy creators. Is that arguable? No. No. Comedy. You got people who do comedy, people who watch comedy. Yep. Quote, consumers are the majority... Creators comprise the minority. Thus, anytime an audience member speaks out against a comedian, that person is, quote, punching down from their pedestal of majority privilege. Yep. And it just flips it all on its fucking head. 
where everyone thinks that dude, comics aren't the privileged ones. No. They're we're the minority. And yeah. this isn't some soapbox like, oh, we're victims, oh blah blah blah. But like if you follow the logic that the rest of the world is following, then that just holds up. Yep. Totally. Numbers. How many comedians are there? X. How many audience members are there? Y. y. Way more Ys. So many more. So if the Ys are going to start screaming about the Xs, you're talking to a small group of people who are just trying to live their lives. Would you say maybe one to 50,000 people, there's a comedian? Like, in the if, world? Yeah. yeah. I mean... Think about it. I mean, how many... There's probably what? We'll say 70 people doing it right now in the city. Okay. How big is Cincinnati? Let's look it up. 350,000? Uh, I think it's less. I think it's like maybe 150,000. Proper. Let's look it up on Wikipedia. Come on, you piece of shit. How many people are in Cincinnati? Come on, come on and tell me. Uh, Wikipedia. Do you have a guess? Uh, I think it is like 150,000. It is. Do, 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 do. Oh, wow. 2018 estimate 302,605 within the city limits. I buy it. I do too. Yeah, I buy that. And More every day. Yeah, I mean, there's how much of the west side that's considered city limits, and then you have around Norwood, like up to Norwood. And I said 70 because that's how many people are probably like, that's from like Gabe Kia headliner to four-month open micer. Yeah. I mean, if you want to talk about a city of 300,000, there's 25 comics in this city. You know, that's yeah. a, that's a crazy minority. That's insane. That's a crazy. Fu- yeah, well, there's my jewel. <laughs> it fell. At least it didn't go like all the way down the yeah, steps. That's what I was thinking that would happen. But that's a small flight. We're good. Yeah, out of the six, it could have gone down. No, so I love that Ryan Stout tweet. That just made me. It think was great. A lot. I got that a lot. But no, I mean, like if you, yeah. So then you just keep expanding that. It's insane. But the state of Cincinnati comedy is wild right now. I did a spot Monday. I did three spots Tuesday. Holy I did a spot shit. Tonight. Three Tuesdays. Yeah. So you did Proof. Proof, Archive, Fireside. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. It was great. 15 minutes. That's Stage great. time. You know, you do, I'm, so I'm going to Seattle next week. Yeah. Which is going to be great. I'm not doing any comedy. It's fine. Right? You know, I, I'm going to be with my buddy. I haven't seen his city before. Yeah. Uh, Jake, friend of the pod. You'll hear next Former week. Former guest of the pod. Yeah, you'll hear his voice. You'll hear his voice. You'll hear Lucas's voice. But it's like I don't want to. F- is I think it's a self. I think sometimes when I go and do that stuff, I'm like, am I being selfish? Because yeah. I'm like, am I ever going to fly back out and maintain those connections? Yeah. Is it worth it? How many days are you out there? Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Thursday, Friday, we're in Portland. I don't think it would. You know, you could bop in and do a mic somewhere, but. Right. As far I mean, I went out to L.A. for six days and didn't do a spot. Really? Well, I was in wine country for three of them. That's right. And then the other three days, I was just uh, hanging out with Zach Powers, friend of the pod. Yeah. And bopping around and eating good food and getting drunk. And, like, we went to the comedy store and watched a show. Right. But, you know. I'll go to L.A. Do you think I'm going to quit this shit? I'll be in L.A. again. Yeah, no no kidding. I went out and enjoyed my fucking self. Right, and sometimes you need that to recharge your batteries. Yes, man. you got to go out and, 
you can't generate material unless you live a life. No shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's something that happens all the time. It happened to me when I first started off. When I was like two and a half years in, mm-hmm. I didn't have anything in my life other than comedy. Yeah. Nothing. I had a relationship and friends. Yep. But my friends were comics. Yeah. <laughs> and if you weren't a comic, then, I mean, it's not fair. Like, I regret it, but like, it, I didn't have time for it. I was in the same boat. You know for a what long I'm saying? Time. And then you look up and you're like, "What? I gotta live a life too. Yeah. I have to actually be a person." That happened year five. Yeah. Where I looked around, I was like, "Oh my god, I lost almost all of my friends." I've lost pretty much all of my friends. I have a good group still. Well, I don't feel lost. Lost is a little heavy of a term, but yeah, uh, you know, definitely misconnection. Like, yeah, it's it, there's a void there. And then reconnect with everybody. Yeah. You know, I made it happen, and my friends were nice enough. I knew that they would understand. Oh, speaking of Jake, oh, putting some in there. Oh, did not mean to do that. Oh, you're gonna be high as shit. We're on a <laughs> we're on a fucking time crunch now. <laughs> I did not mean to do that. I meant to put half of it. It's a small vial, Jake. If you're listening, I know you are. That's 100 milligrams. I just put 100 milligrams of THC-infused coconut oil into my beer. Wow. And he, you didn't put it into just any beer. You put it into a hop juju. Yeah, I'll get a water after this. Yeah, yeah, for sure you're going to need a water. And which like is a gonna, weighted blanket. You're, you good thing we have tinfoil on the couch. <laughs> you can fucking wrap yourself in. and You need like a, like a very kind black woman to talk me to sleep tonight. <laughs> that, I can't arrange that. Well, come on. Well, here's what you can do. After you wrap yourself in the tinfoil, use the rest of his leftovers to make your tin hat so the aliens don't get your brain. They're coming. Yeah, they're going to get you. Oh, Ow. man. Coconut oil in a beer. Yum, yum. Really? I suggest it. No. Uh, no. <laughs> not really. It sounded genuine. It yeah. felt genuine. Well, I mean, I'm excited for how this evening's going to go down. Yikes. I'm going to be fucking... Bird scooting home on a scooter that's not activated. Oh, <laughs> just <shit. going. laughs> just, dude, dude, I, that's my favorite thing when I see little neighborhood kids just breaking bird scooters. Oh, it's so I great. I love it, man. Dude, I saw a little black kid. He was probably eight, and he was kicking down with it. It wasn't activated. It was just beeping. <laughs> and just he had, breaking? And he's a little fat kid, and I was like, this is the best. And he had a bag that he attached to the handle rules. with Fago Fruit Punch, like a two-liter, and he's just like kicking, and he's looking at his friend behind him like, come on! Better and than walking. Way better. But the other kid also had a bird, and it just kept locking, and he just kept pushing through. Man, that shit. I think that's so funny. If you're going to put bird scooters in a gentrified neighborhood, yeah. which I think is a good move, especially in a city like Cincinnati, I think Cincinnati is perfect bird scooter size. Yes. Like, as long... If you're in the road and not acting like a jackass, you're just a biker. Yep. I think it's great. I bird three or four times a week. I haven't hit those numbers, but I do it as much as I as I, like, as I they deem all, it possible. I bird all the time. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll go out and I'll do a mic or do a show and I'll have a couple drinks and I'm not hammered, but I don't feel comfortable driving home. So I'll just walk home and then wake up. And then you just bird to your car in the morning. It's fucking brilliant. It's oh, that's awesome. It's my favorite awesome. thing, dude. There's nothing better than being on a bird scooter at 9.45 in the morning. Hungover. It's just how <laughs> it's just, it wakes you up. It makes you feel better. Yeah, I mean, that's what I do with my scooter. Yeah, but I think that if you're going to put them in a gentrified neighborhood like OTR, yeah. then if you live in the area code, if you live in like a seven block radius, if you're mm-hmm. in the neighborhood, mm-hmm. if you're living there, you know, 
Let the kids ride, man. Yeah, own it. Let the kids fucking ride for free. Dude. I well, here's my thing. I get it's it. It's dangerous. For, I get it for insurance liability purposes yeah. that you're letting a child on a motorized vehicle that has to stay on the street. I guess that's a very, very valid point. I mean, they, they say on the app, you must be 18, you got to wear a helmet. That's a very valid point. And it also, it's really weird. It says you can't be a small black kid. That's weird. It's so I weird and specific. I don't feel like they needed to put that in the legal contract. <laughs> they, you know, they didn't need to make it the third thing to swipe over. Right. <laughs> <laughs> helmet, ID, you can't be a little black kid and then stay on the road. Well, I'm like, I, there's no reason to make a whole slide. Yeah, what I love about the bird scooters is that I finally have a use for that helmet I carry around everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. I've lived my whole life carrying around a helmet yeah. for this very situation. Boom. Uber scooters. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Self-driven Uber scooters. That's the move. Yeah, man. I think it would be a great sketch is if I wore, like, all moto BMX stuff, like yeah. the helmet, the pads, everything, and then just took the bird and rode it like yeah. a normal person. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Take it all out of your backpack. <laughs> yeah, yeah, anyway. Oh, I got to get ready for put my... Put on the elbow straps, Velcro it yeah. on. <laughs> Strap on the helmet, put on some goggles, snowboarding goggles. You know what? I'm going to film that. Yeah. And we're just going to do it right in front of the hub. It's like I'm leaving for a mic and leave it after the show like, ah, got to get home. And then I just pull all that shit out. Dude, let's film that. Let's. We're doing that. No, it's a great sketch. Done. That's, it's a great sketch. Yeah. Oh, by the way, uh, I, I'll say, you know, this is for rounding third headed for home, but the hub next Monday yeah. is they're doing like a charity event. It's going to be wild. Yeah. They're doing date auctions. So we're doing five comics, five date auctions, five comics, five date auctions. Wow. They had a beer rep, beloved member of the hub family who was struck by lightning and killed. This girl named Danny. She's 30 years old. She just got married. She's got a two-year-old daughter. She went out to Spring Grove Cemetery and went on a jog with her mom and got struck by lightning and killed. Alicia went to school with her. Yeah. No, she's beloved. That's insane. She's like, she was like the best beer rep in OTR. She, she got, she fought tooth and nail and got OTR all of that, or got the Hub all of that PBR sponsorship. That's fucking So she's awesome. part of the Hub family, and she got struck by fucking lightning in front of her mom. Jesus. So we're doing a charity event. Next Monday is going to be completely packed out. It'll probably be less of an open mic vibe, and then I just yeah. pick who goes up <laughs> yeah. in those spots. It's a showcase. Yeah. You know, so I'm hosting the yeah. date auction. That'll be fun. We got some local comics, but they've got like 15 hub regulars that are going to be date auctioning that'll be there. So That's next cool. Monday is going to be wild. Yeah. All right. I will make sure. Oh, I can't be there. No, you're going to be, yeah, in, I'm gonna be in Seattle. Time zone. You're going to be three time zones away. Dude, I've been emailing people all week. Just let them know like, hey, just want to let you know the progress and where we're at with your job because yeah. they're like bigger and it's taking more time. Yeah. And it's like, I'm going to be out of town next week, but that doesn't mean... That I will not be checking my emails. You can still text me, yeah. but I will be three hours behind you. Right. Sorry. It's just happening. I'm on vacation. Yeah. If you're I've texting this... me at nine. Yeah. It's six. I'm so asleep. I'm. If dead. you're texting me at noon, it's nine. I'm so asleep. <laughs> I drank till five the previous morning. Yeah, and it's with Jake, so yeah, there's yeah. no doubt in my Jake's mind. Jake's started drinking right now for when you get there, dude. I think he's just working up a saucy buzz. I'm gonna have to drink on the plane just to be so I don't have to. I'm getting drunk on a plane. plane. Shout out, Dirks. Oh God. Jesus Christ! I, I didn't, didn't mean to do that. You know what? Can you go? 
I'll leave. Yeah, if you could go. All right, I'm going to shut this down. Guys, thanks for coming. We appreciate it. Lee's Blue rounding. Blue my bookie. Me. I'm sorry. I'm not on the podcast anymore. Yeah, he's rounding third and heading for the door. <laughs> heading for home. home. Get out of here. See but, you later. But I think I have to put on like a little base coat before I see him because I know it's just going to be. Oh, it'll be madness. Whew. Well, we're going to land and immediately go to a Tyco concert. Let's go, baby. So That's dope. Like, we're going to land. He, they're like, so I think Jake's going to, like, pick us up, and then we're going to immediately book it to this concert. Um, and then uh, and then basically walk in. We're going to scalp tickets from outside for cheap because the show of it will have already started. Yeah. And then walk in and just hear one of the craziest electronic acts. That's right wild, now. bro. Fuck, I'm jealous. At, that is so amazing. At the Paramount. And you'll already be kind of geeked just being in Washington. Like, right. You know when you go on a trip and you go outside and you're like, I've never seen this outside. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's so different. The sky here is like Ooh. Seattle sky, <laughs> you know, and you're just all stoned or whatever. But still, yeah. it's like there's something invigorating in be- about being in a place that you've never been. I'm pretty pumped. Especially a city like that, man. Fucking Seattle, dude. Also packing a, uh, I'm checking a bag, not for clothes. To bring back all of the beer. That's right, baby. Dude, we're hitting like twenty breweries. So you can you can bring a beer back. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm doing it. Okay. Okay. So if anyone of the TSA listens, just let it go. Just Fine. let it go. Be cool. You see it. You see a stout little man with a mustache. I'm you let that guy walk right on by. Paul and beers. You let that guy walk right on by. Let him move. Speaking of walking on by, that's what the Cardinals did to us this weekend. See you later, man. Three out of four. They just whooped us. Three I, out of four, and it wasn't. I mean, they, they kicked our ass in the doubleheader. Well, the thing <coughs> was, oh, man, what the fuck's going on here? The Friday game was postponed because of rain, so which put you at a, in a predicament. You already had a doubleheader Saturday, so then they scheduled the doubleheader Sunday. And then they had to play the Phillies at home. Two doubleheaders in a row. They had to play five games in 40 hours. That's rough. So there's a lot Yikes. of... Yikes. Yeah. That's a lot of wear and tear on your boys. Think about this. On top of that, they don't have an off day until Monday. So this is the longest they had, stretch. They had an off day on August 22nd. If you're doing the math, that's before brouhaha. Yeah. <laughs> They have played baseball every day except for the postponed game their that last, Friday. Dude, their last off day was two weeks ago, and they don't have another off day for three days. It's nuts. So that's why you've seen these weird lineups. That's why you've seen Mikey Biceps play center field. Quit bitching. And this is someone Please. who is a reformed bitcher. I was a little bitch on opening day. Yeah. I was at opening day th- saying, why is Lorenzen in center field? And then he played a whole season yeah. where he's a, sorry to burst your bubble, good center fielder. Yeah, an athlete. Good center fielder. Yeah. Well, we brought it up uh, when we were writing jokes over here earlier. Who did he join a class with did, uh, yesterday? Babe Ruth. Babe Herman. Babe Ruth. The Bambi, the great Bambino. The Sultan of Swat. <laughs> the Colossus of Clout. The Colossus of Clout. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I know, dude. Babe fucking Ruth and Michael Lorenzen. The only two people ever. What was it to 
win, and get a win, win play in the field, field, and hit a home run. run. It, 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 you know, it hasn't happened in a hundred years, and it might not ever happen again. It prob, it probably won't. Show uh, no, starts. Yeah, but you're he, not going to put him in left, and he's not going to go over to second, third base, or no, whatever. No, he's going to be a DH. Yeah, that's it. You're not seeing that again. No, you're not seeing that again. And he's on our team. And he's locked up for the future, foreseeable future. And, like, embrace yes. it. Embrace it. Have fun with embrace it. Embrace it. It's crazy. We've got the only two-way player in the league. Yeah. Well, there was that guy in, in, in uh, Tampa, but he got sent back down. Well, yeah, but he's in the minors. Right. Because he he's not back. good enough. Right. Lorenzen is a good enough major league hitter, pitcher, and outfielder. Yeah. he has, Relish in that. He has a, three, a little over 300 average, a home run, and eight RBIs, and can catch. What? I mean, you're not getting the wild card spot. It's not happening. That ship has sailed. And you you have played how many days in a row? Nick Senzel, there's something wrong, and we don't know what it is. Like I guess it's his shoulder or yeah. something. So why not embrace... Having that instead of saying, "Well, we could be getting these other people at bats." Who? O'Grady. I get that. Fine. Uh, I get that one. Um, if you're arguing Van for Meter, Jose Peraza to get more at bats, that's the other one. What team are you watching? Right. Where? What? Where have you? Did you forget? I think everyone forgot what he did in Anaheim. What team are you watching? Peraza. Yeah. And listen, I'm not. We're not trying to fucking beat the drum on one guy. Baseball's a team sport. Peraza has lost us on paper four games this year. Yes. Minimum. Four games. From four his games defense. that I can recall from my memory where he flubbed some shit out in left field. And, and you, want him there, you want him there instead of Lorenzen? Yep, at second what, and short. What, what game are you watching? Right. Oh, I forgot about one, the one, that errant throw in Philly. Yeah. When Missed the cutoff. Just, yeah. Or no, yeah. Shortstop. Just. And just to, to Joseph Daniel, and it went into the bleach. It went into the dugout. And the guy got in the scoring position, and the Phillies jumped on that opportunity and scored, and had that guy immediately score from second. So, you're so those those are just off the top of the head. So you're telling me you're going to continue to give this guy chances because he had 182 hits the prior year, and that he's only he just turned 25. I get it. I understand where you're coming from, but you're fucking wrong. You're incorrect. Man. You're very wrong. And that ship has sailed, and you know who plays a better def- defensive second base? Van Meter. Josh Van Meter. And he plays a good first base. And he's a left-handed bat. Yep. So let him play there. Let Galvis play there. Galvis has been cold as shit. He's won for his past 34. What do you think? Well, Galvis got robbed of a dinger last night. Yes, he, he did. He could have been two for 34 with a Ooh, home run. Yes. That guy made a snag. He went into like the first and a half row. Yeah, that was insane. That was an incredible catch. Yeah, and that was in right center field. It was nothing like it was, you know, it wasn't a cheapie. So it, with Galvis and Iglesias. Okay, Galvis is your shortstop. talked about it over and over and over. Is Galvis our opening day shortstop next year? Because he's in the middle. He's set a career high for home runs this year. He's got 23 dingers. Yeah. But it just depends. He's batting 270. <coughs> he's a stick, bro. He's I know. a stick. He's finally become that. He's outplaying the back of his ball card. And I think it could stay for another year, maybe two. So do you. Two years, two years, 12 mil. For who? Iglesias. Yeah. Do you but, keep them both? Iglesias, uh, Galvis is an insane one two punch at shortstop. Because we have Galvis for next year, as we've talked about in the pod before. We got Galvis for next year for five mil, which is a bargain. 
Because yes. if he was a free agent next year, somebody would have to pay him nine and a half million dollars. Ten and a half yeah. is his adjusted annual value. Yeah, dude, he's 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 strong. Yeah. Left-handed hitting shortstop with a sure piece of leather. Yeah, who could possibly hit you twenty-five dingers? Mm-hmm. Any team wants that. Every team wants. Every that. team wants that. So he's on our roster next year. I think so. I think no matter what, he isn't the question. The question is if Iglesias can come down off of this idea that he's going to get a four-year deal. Yeah. I think that's what he needs to come down off of, and no one's going to give it to him. The guy's going to be 30, and by the time he's done it, after a four-year contract, he's going to be 34, which is ancient for a shortstop in this game. Yeah, if Galvis is on the roster next year, which we've got him locked up, and you have to assume that he is unless we deal him. Yeah. You can't bring, but you can't give Iglesias four years to be a rotating shortstop. Yep. Can you give him two years to be a rotating shortstop? Yes. Yeah, I think so. I think you give him, him two year, fourteen mil. Yeah. Even though he's he is in the bottom, I looked at uh, you know he's twenty second in the league for shortstops with what runs created plus. Weighted runs created plus, which like there's some metrics that I don't understand when it's like, almost too mathy. Yes, because he's got the best fielding percentage in the league, and he's batting two ninety seven with twelve bombs and fifty yeah. dingers. And he so I know maybe the math doesn't add up depending on what metric you throw it in. Yeah, but what he is what he is right now is a very solid major league shortstop. Yeah, that you signed for the major league minimum. Minimum, dude. We're giving yep. him nothing, and he didn't have a job on Valentine's Day. Yeah. So don't. It's a steal. Like, don't overlook what Iglesias has done for us. He's going to end the season leading our team in batting average. Yeah, almost like at almost three hundred. As far as an everyday player, he will have the highest average on the team. Yep. Hopefully, what if? I mean, it would be a dream if Aquino and Irvin both ended up over three hundred. Yeah, but with the at bats that Jose's gotten being the everyday shortstop. Every day, dude. No, yep. it's crazy. That guy he might get 200 hits this year. It's and fucking he's, crazy. You know, and he doesn't get hurt. He's a stalwart, bro. So, I'm so torn on that because I I guess I'm not torn. It's just a matter of I mean, if we open up next year with Galvis and Iglesias on our roster, come yeah. on. First dude. and third all-time in fielding percentage up the middle. Ever. You, I mean, look at— okay. Ever, dude. Ever. The best gloves ever. This is <laughs> such crazy. This is such a stretch. But think about the Yankees dynasty that they had. They were built up the middle. Yeah. With Knobloch, Jeter, Cano, Jeter. Jeter. I mean, Jeter always stayed. But Bernie sec- in center. Yeah. And then uh, Posada behind the dish. Yeah, right up the middle. Yep. Right that's up the how, middle. Yep, and then you have your power on the corners, which that's set. I mean, that's set forever. And thank God that Gino came back with that bomb he had today. Oh, dude. 41 dingers. Yeah, 41. He'll hit, I, I bet you, I'll call it right now, knock on brick. He's hitting 50 this year. I'm with you. He's going to hit 50 fucking home runs. Because he's going to go to Seattle... And their pitching is dog it's shit. Very bad. He's going to have a fucking field day. Think about well, he's got, he's going to face Mike Leak this weekend. Um, he's also facing Robbie Ray, and I forget who the other one is. Saturday, Alex Young. Okay, he's having a good year. Yeah, he's six and three with three point eight four. Isn't it amazing that Arizona is just hanging around? They're just in there. They aren't just. They also aren't just hanging around. If you look at these standings, dog. They are in the wild card hunt, sneaking. 
73 and 67. They're three and a half behind the Cubs. Nine and one in their last 10. They're on a run. Nine and one in their last 10. That's like. Man, and this, it turns my fucking stomach to say it, but. And how hot are the Cardinals? They're 21 and nine in their last 30. It's stupid how 21 good they are. and nine in their last 30. Good teams find ways to win. That's what they did against us, even in late innings with our bullpen. They just. Fuck. They found a way to win with Rizel being Rizel. Um You got <laughs> Harrison Bader batting 195 the whole season. And then, and then he started playing the Reds, and he's been their MVP for the last week. Yep. That's what he does. That he just turned it on. That's what he does, man. Maybe that time in, in AAA, he figured something out that he needed to, to you know figure out. Yeah. Something missing with his swing. Just in between the years, man. Yeah, sometimes you just need to go to like Salt Lake City and have a few beers and be like, why am I here? Man, baseball is so fucking crazy that Arizona Diamondbacks and the Philadelphia Phillies basically have the same record. Arizona's 73 and 67, Phillies 72 and 67. The Diamondbacks have a run differential of 79, plus 79, and the Phillies have a run differential of minus 8. Yeah. The goddamn Brewers, three games over 500, they're whatever, they're out of it. They have got a run differential of negative 43, bro. And look how look how the game corrected itself with the Reds. Plus 8. The Reds have scored 8 more runs than the than the teams that they have played this year. Yeah. And are a nice toasty 9 games under. Yikes. You know what? 12 12 games until elimination. So technically we're still in it. Yeah. Oh, technically we're still in it. <laughs> technically. The Reds could end the season fucking 31 and 4. Make the playoffs. <laughs> oh, come on. Come on. <laughs> math, baby. Yeah. If you're going to live a, and die by analytics, then you got to play by that math. That's dog. right. Go on a Rockies-esque run. Yeah. Do it. Won't happen. But I would love it. Um, but, you know, man, it, it's also crazy how Pittsburgh is putting up a fight. Yeah. 61 and 79. They're last. They're, they're what? Six, uh, they're six and four out of the last ten. They're inching and coming back. They're almost better on the road. Look how look at their splits. Home they're thirty and thirty nine, and away they're thirty one and forty. They're both bad, but it's crazy that they're equally bad wherever they play. It is just so wild when you look at this run differential. Once you get down to the teams that are like ten games back, you go from the Giants down. We got the Giants, the Reds, the Padres, the Pedra or the Pirates. The Pedros. I love that. The Rockies and the Marlins. All of their run differentials are heavy, heavy in the negative. Yeah. And here the Reds are motherfucking eight games up in the run differential. Man, we're almost 20 games under 500 on the road. It's yeah, it's bad. Twenty-seven and forty-two on the road. Thirty-nine and thirty-three on home. But then look at what we get to close it out with too. You know, with being away in Seattle for three, and, and then, then Diamondbacks. Well, away. Diamondbacks this weekend, yeah. Dip back in there, and then Cubbies away, and then you've got six more. That's it. After that, six more games at home, and we still have. So we'll do Seattle next week, and then we still have the NL West. So we've got one, two. It'll just be like last year when we got to do fucking episodes during the playoffs when other teams are in the playoffs and we're all sad. 
Well, but I'm we're not, not going to be sad. I'm, I'm not sad I'm not this sad, year. Dog, I'm not sad. But can you run the ship for a second? I got to take a pee pee. Go pee. You know, while you're in there, tell me if you have a problem with your penis. <laughs> if you have a problem with getting hard. Listen up. I have the thing for you. BlueChew.com. It's a soft, chewable dick pill that makes you stiffer than a brick, harder than Mount Rushmore. Your thing's going to be more pointy than George Washington's nose if he had a cold. You know what I mean? It's going to be ready to go. Uh, Just go to BlueChew.com and use the promo code ARMCHAIR. And you only have to pay $5 for shipping. So make that happen. It's pretty great. You know what else is pretty great? My bookie. I'm not doing any more reads. I'm not going to do that. I can man this. Uh, also, on the board, I put fuck the wandy because nobody wandies you here. You know what I mean? Get out of here. The guy has been dog shit. And not only did he blow, like games were close. And then wandy would go in and just say, no. It's not going to be close anymore. Did you just say nobody wandies you here? Yeah. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I personally love that. Thank you. I'm glad that you do. It's a big deal. Oh, making the trek. He's going down the steps to uh, get the jewel. We're jeweled up. We're jeweled. Um, but, yeah, no, Wandy, it was trash. I mean, I want to see what his ERA was. I'm a, I was at so let's see was the game Sunday. Oh, come on! Uh, the game on Monday. Who got the loss? Disco, which is I mean, man, he looked good except if uh, he didn't have those th- what three hits? Three hits, all dingers. Four runs off three hits. Four hits. No, sorry, wrong line. Three hits. Yeah, three hits, two homers. That's crazy. Four runs. Eight strikeouts. He looked good as fuck he looks except great. for that. Disco's looked strong, man. I, I believe in Johnson, baby. I know. Daddy DJ. He's killing DJ it. DJ we trust, man. Here we go. Wandy's line. One inning pitch, three hits, three runs, all of them earned, two homers. Well, we were talking earlier. That second home run he gave the other night, I was watching it, and the camera pans to him. And he laughed. He laughed in the sense of like, what the fuck do I do? You know what I'm saying? Dude, his last seven games, he was rocking a 10.8 ERA. Six and two-thirds innings pitched, 13 hits, eight earned runs, six walks, three strikeouts. Well, you just can't put him out there anymore. No, it's done. You, You should know better. You should know better. I understand that your guys are tired, but bring someone else up. I'd rather see Kunal pitch more. Sign my, oh, well, Kunal looked like a stud tonight. Yeah, I don't understand why he got pulled today after that. After that Harper quote walk. Right. Then he got the next guy out. Yeah. And then they pulled him. I'd say if you're going to put him out there for four outs, put him out there for six. He yeah. looked good. Yeah. He should have struck out Harper. Yep. 97 at the knees right on the fucking black. Yep. Beautiful. Pitch. It'd been in the, that 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 umpire had been calling it hitter favorite favored yeah. all, all day, all game, all fucking game. Yeah. So it, that was that was egregious, though. It was bad. Also, Bryce Harper fucking sucks. Yeah, fuck you, dude. You should want to fucking ring up Bryce Harper. My boss brought up this point, Darren. He was just like, 
Do you feel bad for him knowing that everyone in every city that he goes to, everyone chants overrated? And I was like, no, I don't feel bad for him. No, because he can log into his bank on his phone and check his checking account. Yeah. And I'm not some dumbass sports fan. Oh, he's making so much money. Don't worry about his feelings. But also, I don't know, fuck Bryce Harper. Also, fuck Bryce Harper. Yeah, I can just say that and not feel bad. Now, he is actually living up to that contract. I hate saying it. No, I mean, he's doing what the stars of today do. He's batting two fifty five. He's got 30 dingers over 100 ribs. He's doing exactly what they want him to do. Yeah, 111 stolen bases. He stole one today. Uh, two. Two bases today. Yeah, the guy sucks. <laughs> yeah, that guy's just not good he at sucks. baseball. No, he blows. He's he's just got Joey Gallo numbers. If that guy didn't fucking get hurt, R.I.P. But with that, he should be have he should be hitting two seventy with fifty homers and yeah. one hundred and thirty RBIs. Right. You can live up. He's like that. Okay, I'm like okay. He lives up to it, but not really for uh, first Those year, numbers? ten year. Nah, that's not worth that. Double them all. Yep. He's batting two eighty five with fucking. 55 home runs and 130 RBIs for that kind of money. But, you know, that's another thing. Even though we're talking about Bryce Mm -hmm. Harper, I'm a big proponent of don't judge the player by their contract. They're going to sign whatever they can. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like when people tried to get mad that we were paying Joey Votto $25 million a year to just lead the league in on base percentage. That's, that's that ain't his fault. He's a great ball player. He got yeah. that money. He signed. He's going to go out there and do what he does. That's the move. You know what I'm saying? How about our guy today? Let's go, Philly E. Shutting the door. Philly E. Ugh. He it was is just a fly ball that got up in the late fall air and just kept going. Yep, and he pushed it. I mean, he pushed the other way like he's very good at. Either it's, it was going to blop, it was going to blop in, bounce in, flop. For a single like he does when he flares it, yeah. which is gorgeous yeah, when he gorgeous. does that. It's a beautiful, beautiful flop shot. Or it's going to go over the fence. But, you know. Uh, Irvin, Irvin's a hitter. He's a big league hitter. For sure. You got to have him platoon. Uh, someone brought this up. It was on Red Leg Nation. Do you think that Jesse Winker is going to get traded in the offseason? That's funny that you say that. I was thinking about that yesterday coming home from work. I was listening to 1530. They weren't bringing it up, but you know how you listen, and then it just kind of lets your brain go other places? Yeah. If we're going to go out and get a big name this offseason, I bet you Winker's in that package. I think so, too. He cannot hit lefties. I bet you Winker's in that package. Someone in the AL would love to have Jesse Winker. Yeah, I can think of a few clubs. I mean, I think the Twins would love to have him. I think the Indians would love to have him. Someone who's controllable for a while. Let's say you do this. You know, maybe you need a big bat that can come off the bench or play left field for you, who can hit righties at an, at a top level. Elite level. Yeah. Um, and then you say, well, Hunter Green just started throwing off a mound. You know, maybe you could also throw in Jose Siri and go, hey, Cleveland, give me Lindor. Yeah. Do you think they'd give up and Lindor then thro- for Siri, Hunter, Winker, and Iglesias? Not Russell. No. No. Peraza. Peraza. Let him think that he has that potential still. Yeah, and they they might. There's two major... Everyone two, else fucking does. Two ready-made major league players that have been playing in the bigs. With crazy potential on the in the farm side. Correct. That's the move I'd make. 
And then you sign Rendon, and then you have yourself a 2020 World Series champion, Cincinnati Reds. Yeah, let's go. You know who else looked good today was Gossman. Gossman has had a bunch of nice outings. Yeah. He'll go out there and get touched up, you know, every now and again, as is the life of a reliever, I, I guess. I mean, he he gave up an earned run today off of two hits in an inning pitched. Any chance? But still got chan- the hole. Any chance he gets moved from the bullpen next year? Oof. I mean, as Maybe well as after did, a spring chaining, after uh, be, a full year with Johnson, like my thing is, is that Malley pitched so well yeah, in St. Louis. Yeah, he looked great. So maybe he needed that time down there too. Because the four are Luis Gray, Bauer, Disco. Oh. That's a guarantee, right? Yeah, but Disco's our four. Yeah, but Bauer, man. Bauer's been getting shelled, bro. He's playing hurt. There's no way around it. Well, you then see, can we just sit his ass down. Can we just no? Give him Bauer a fucking is t- seat, no. Dude? He is too competitive to not pitch. Yeah, man, he's fucking wild. So how many starts does he have left? I mean, there's one, two, three. I, he's got what? Two starts left in the season. Three. Mm-hmm. Let him pitch. It's not going to get any worse. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, fuck it. That's what I would do. Matchups aren't even posted for the next week. So, uh, let's look just real quick. Tomorrow slash today, you've got Malley going against Robbie Ray. Okay? That's that's going to be... Those are two strikeout machines. Yeah. I mean, Malley has 111 strikeouts, and he was in AAA for... A bunch of the season. And hurt. Yeah. Saturday, you've... Why is it TBD? It's, it shouldn't... It's all on the... So, it's all fucking there. It's there. So, which means it's Luis, because Gray pitched today. So, that would make it Luis, and then... Uh, Bauer. That's right. So, then that next week... What's yeah. Luis at this year? 15 and 6? Yeah. Do you realize what that is? Sonny Gray, if he got a little love from oh. the bullpen, Sonny Gray could be like another one today. top contender for Cy Young. All the other stats are there. Hold on, I looked it up. I screenshotted it today. I'm pretty sure. Sonny Gray, in August, Gray allowed three earned <laughs> runs in 36.2 innings pitched. Yeah. In that span, he had a .74 ERA. Yeah. In 36.2 innings pitched, he had 44 strikeouts, and opponents were hitting 142 against him. On the whole season, opponents are hitting 129 against his breaking balls. That's the best in the league. 129 when he throws a fucking breaking ball. Explain to me why he wasn't player of the month. I know. Why in the, in the why he wasn't the pitcher of the month in the NL. But 4-0 with an ERA under 1? Yeah. I mean, Aristides got it because, of course. And that's good. That's great. That's fine. But let him get rookie of the month, bump Gray up to player of the month. Well, p- pitcher of the month, yeah, yeah. pitcher of the month, yeah. Yeah, no, that's some bullshit. That was some real bullshit. Fuck that. Fuck you, baseball. Since, since you said Aquino, could you pull up Aquino? Yeah, Just totally. his stats? Because, I mean, he's he's coming up there and affecting games without hitting home runs. He had an RBI double today. He had an RBI single on Sunday, I believe. Like, yeah. He's, he's starting to look like, you know, not a flash in the pan, but a Major League Baseball player. This is a good sample size. 125 at-bats. 
296, 15 homers, 37 ribbies. Come on, dude. Three stolen bases with an OPS of 1.054. In his last seven games, in his 24 at-bats, okay, he's taking a little bit of a dip. 24 at-bats, he's batting 167 with four hits, a homer, four ribbies, two walks, eight strikeouts. Four ribbies in seven games, though. Right. Four ribbies in seven games. That's great. Seven games. Yeah. He He knocked in four runs in seven games. Right. The average is not there, but he's getting hits when he can score people. But even in the 15 games, 58 appearances, 16 hits, 14 ribbies, 4 homers, 3 walks, 16 strikeouts with a 267 average with a 323 on base and a 552 slugging. How are you upset at that? You're not. And also, I mean, even in the 7-game sample, you're looking, he's bat, he's got a 333 slugging. Yeah. It's not, I mean, here's a little bit of a drop-off because there had to be. Of course there is. To let it level back out, but it's still not. Can you imagine the rush in the film room to figure out how to pitch to Aquino? It was insane. Oh, my God. Every team that was playing him in the next month, there was a guy, there was an intern who was like, hey, man, your job is Aquino this week. (laughs) He's like, fuck. Yeah, you little fucking nerd from Harvard. (laughs) Figure out how we pitch this guy. Now click clack away in your dark room. Yeah, yeah. You just go bang on your TI-84. <laughs> Figure out how to pitch this freak. Yeah, don't be a dipshit. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, not bad. But overall, I mean, you've got the rosters expanded. You've got some people up. Um, you're get, you're giving a lot of people at bats. O'Grady with that triple last night. Sure. And that nice catch in center. Cool. I mean, that's great. Co MVP of the Louisville Bats. Nice piece. Nice piece. Let these let them play and figure nice, it out. Nice piece to ship off for fucking Rendon. <laughs> <laughs> nice piece. To sh- well, for uh, yeah, for no, not Rendon. Or for Lindor. Lindor. Then you just go out and sign him. And a lot of people are also saying that they on their wish list is to sign is to sign Gismani Grundle. Which you're gonna have to pay him one year, a bunch of money. One year, twenty five. Yeah. I, again, I don't think he's worth that. I wouldn't w- put my money there. I'd put it in another lefty. Not when I'm like honestly pretty hyped on Barnhart Casali. Yeah, and Tucker, Tucker, if you're nasty. <laughs> well, I mean, let's look at his last. Just a small, just a tiny, tiny little sample size here. Let's look at his last. Uh, come on, let's go here. My internet might have just. Capooted a little bit. Nope, there we go. There it is. Tucker in his last seven. He's uh, five five hits and 20 ABs, batting 250 with three ribs. That's serviceable for your 15, catcher. 1530, what are we doing here? Uh, 250, and then uh, his on base is 348 with a 350 slugging. So he's not hitting the ball hard, but he's getting it out. Of, he's, he's making getting the job done. Yeah. You don't need that much more from your catcher. A catcher. You you aren't expected to do that. There are anomalies in the game. Yeah. Buster Posey, Jismani yeah. Grundle, uh, Mauer, when JT he was Real doing Muto. It. Yeah, Real Muto killed us this, year, yeah. this series. Yeah, he did. He did a fucking home run every game. It felt like it. Yeah, that was a little rough. Yeah, it felt like it. Yeah, imagine. I don't think we would have pulled the trigger though to have him here over sending Nick Senzel to Miami. Fuck that. No, Senzel to Miami is an absolute no go. No. Ugh. Man, yeah, Bauer's last start, he just got shelled the third time through. Do you think that people are still seeing he's tipping his pitches? Maybe, because his stuff is so good, it's hard to imagine him just getting crushed the way he's getting crushed. I know. 
And at home like that? But why is he tipping pitches in Cincy and not Cleveland? I don't... I Maybe don't, somebody that, picked up something on film. Yeah, but that logic is just strange. I know. Maybe he's so in his head and doing things the same and repeating. He probably does some weird OCD shit where he's about to throw a fastball and he, like, licks the left side of his mouth. <laughs> and then when he's going to fucking throw a breaking ball, he, like, raises his eyebrows a lot and then wrinkles <laughs> his brow or some shit. Yeah. I mean, he's wild. I heard him in an uh, interview where he was saying, like, he's so uh, critical. He expects so much from himself. That he fucks his head up because when he does well, mm-hmm. he doesn't give himself any love. He's just like, yes, that's what you do. Right. And then when he does poorly, he just like goes and screams in a cab. Yeah. And like, you know what I'm saying? Throws break shit. Yeah. And then he goes out and throws bullpen sessions in between starts. Yeah, and long tries- tosses line to line. Can't do that. No, save your arm. Yeah, I'm with you. You know, with his with his stick thing, yeah, he shakes everywhere. So yeah, no, that's the other thing. So maybe that's affecting him. And when he does those bullpen sessions, and he's playing hurt, yeah, with the back and the ankle. If he is injured, sit him down. Man. I know. If he's injured, sit him down. Yeah, you got Mally, you got Disco. You pull someone up from AAA and give him a couple starts. Have Gossman start. Yeah, right. Have Gossman start right. or do it like you did the other night with a bullpen. The bullpen by committee. Just you have so many arms. Why don't just sit Trevor Bauer down? Not because I'm mad at him because he's getting shelled, but just because, like, dude, if you're hurt and we're ten and we're eleven games out, just yeah. take a seat, bro. Don't let the Pirates jump us. Yeah, That's we can't all finish asking. last. We can't finish no. last. If uh, I heard Lance say this, if we finish last, it'll be five years in a row, and it'll be the first time ever in Reds history that we have done that. Can't make. Can't do that. No. Don't lose ninety games. And don't finish last. And that shows productive season. It's so. So what are we right now? What's our win-loss? 16. nine games under. Nine games under. 66-75. We're guaranteed to not lose 100. Yes, that's true. Which is nice. I think that we take one of these from the Diamondbacks. Let's be realistic. They are also on fire. They're on fire. So we've got... You're hitting Two, another. four, six, eight, ten, twelve, fourteen, sixteen, eighteen, twenty, twenty-one games left. If yeah. we, if t- t- for us to be a ninety-loss team in this last twenty-one, we're gonna have to go six and fifteen and completely shit the bed. Yeah. If we go fifteen and six, we're almost five hundred. Right. Just they're gonna continue to be. I think they're going to probably continue just to be 500 unless they want to really play spoiler and f- just completely fuck up the Cubs. I don't think the Mets are as good as their record shows. No, 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 they're not. They they had like three weeks where they went 20 and 9 and they played the worst teams in every Yeah, they division. played the White Sox twice, Marlins. And the Pirates. And the Pirates. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, you know, they're going to be vying for a playoff spot. And I think the boys will jump up and be like, well, let's knock them out. Yeah. And same with the Brewers. And it's both of those series are at home. And then you go on the road to Pittsburgh. And after what they did to you last time you were at their house. And now they're coming to, yeah. And you're going back? Yeah, you're going back into their fucking stinky Pittsburgh stadium. <laughs> that cheesecake smelling dump. Gross. Yes, I said cheesecake. Did I say cheesecake or cheesesteak? Because it's supposed to be cheesesteak. No, you said cheesecake and fuck them. 
Fuck them. You know, also, fuck these next guys. You know. Oh, here we go. The week 24. Also, as, you, as always, you can follow along with the slideshow. Uh, it's in the description. Just click clack and check it out. And uh, if you want to follow along, it'd be great because some of these slides are pretty awesome. So... I put it's week twenty four. The the how do they not win the World Series, Houston Astros? We can all only ask. We can because it's it's. It, I mean, we're getting a rematch. It's Dodgers Astros. Yeah, guaranteed. I don't think there's any way around that. Uh, Who's going to be the Dodgers in the National League? Maybe. I mean, I like Washington. They're surging at the right time. Yeah. Their lineup is the fact that the the Nationals are closing out the season so strong going to hurt the idea of Rendon getting sending some, getting sent somewhere. No, forget. Don't forget who his agent is. Is it Rosenthal? Who is it? It's um, Boris. Oh yeah, Scott Boris. So he's going to get them a ton of money, no matter where it is. They're going to test the waters. I mean, who was the last Boris client? Robinson Cano. Yeah, and he didn't go back to New York. That's dead, isn't it? No, I don't think so. Oh, yeah, it just died. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, Billy's throwing the jewel over there on that charger. I know Scott Boris from uh, the Jay-Z Black album when he just when he had just opened up The Rock. Yeah. And uh, he had a line. He goes, Scott Boris, it's over, baby. Robinson Cano, you coming with me. It's a dope line. That's pretty sick. Then something, 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 call up KD. Yeah, Jay-Z, just taking the game over. Yeah, just owning it. I don't know, man. I just want Rendon, and I want him to grow back out the sweet, greasy mullet and then just play second base for the Reds. People are saying that he's going to be demanding like a $250 million I deal. I bet you he will. He probably will. I don't know. With that age, that's interesting. But with Boris. Yeah. He'll get him 200 Would you pay him 200 to play second base? Uh, no, I'll tell you, uh, no. Probably not. How you feeling, by the way? Probably not. Oh, I'm fine at the moment. We're, <laughs> I'm just holding on. Holding on? Yeah, okay. no, it's crazy. Uh, the first slide is a picture of the Columbia shuttle explosion. Pretty cool. The Houston uh, flooding, and then a picture of Orbit dressed up as a judge with, on the side, they have a Houston Astros employee that's got a sign handwritten that says, Defendant, Aaron Judge, charges, looking like Sid from Toy Story, and Orbit's holding up a sign that says, Guilty. Not mad at that. No, Orbit's tight. Pretty good burn. We could have him on the pod, if I'm being honest. You know, I'm gonna give, I'm gonna write him and see what he says. hit him up. And then the other two, uh, it's just to remind Houston where they've come from, and shit goes bad. Well, you know what's so crazy about Houston and when that hurricane hit and all that crazy flooding happened? It's because Houston, like a lot of American cities, like Houston is built on a swamp. Yeah, like like New Orleans. Like an actual swamp. Yeah. And, and, And it rained and it flooded, and then all of the places that the water would go are now concrete parking garages yep and they just they made a swimming pool out of their city yep yeah it's brutal so who was the pastor that wouldn't let people in this church uh joel olstein that's right yeah that that piece of work took him three days to let that people righteous in. gemstone yeah, yeah yeah have you seen that show i've yet? heard it's great <laughs> oh my god yeah it is amazing i mean that's a killer it is cast. so funny dude well i'm gonna have to get hbo no it's right up your alley you'd like it well i love adam divine he fucking rips in that show so hard. And Danny McBride and John Goodman steals the show. Oh, John Goodman's a monster. One of the best actors of all time. 
severely underrated. Couldn't agree more, dude. I will go to bat for John Goodman, man. One of the best actors of all time. I mean, oh, brother, we're out, though. Kills it. So fucking good. Did you see, uh, it's a more recent movie, uh, like 10 Cloverfield Lane? No, I still need to see oh, it. Oh, bro, that movie rules, and he is so perfect in it. He's just terrifying. He's a monster. Yeah, he's a monster. He can become a monster. Do you think that people undervalue him because of Roseanne? Probably. Probably. That's some bullshit. Yeah, probably. It is some bullshit. Roseanne fucking ripped. It was so good. The show ruled. The new one was good. Yeah, I heard the Connors was actually pretty good without the... Uh... I don't know, man. I... Yeah, that's a whole different podcast. I sure. think Roseanne got fucked. Yeah. She, I think she got screwed, man. I think so, she too. She got fucking screwed over, dude. Yep. Talking about a 60-, 70-year-old woman. Who's crazy. With a full-blown history of mental illness who has presi- prescribed sleeping pills. Sleeping pills that are known to make... Dude, there are people that have taken Ambien and woke them up in Kroger holding a country <coughs> ham, yep. not knowing what's going on. Those, that's, those shits are scary. Yeah, and I mean, her tweet, I'm sorry, I'm here to say it, her tweet was funny. It's a funny yeah. tweet. Yeah. And, you know, fuck the Muslim Brotherhood, sorry. Yeah. Fuck them. <laughs> you listening, Mo? And she said he, she looked like Rachel Dolezal, who, are we forgetting that she pretended to be black? Like, yeah. she's wrong, too. I don't know. There's so much That's wrong. a whole different podcast, man, but Roseanne Barr got fucked over. Dude. Yeah. She got so fucked she, over. That it, show should have been able to just keep going. But it did the right thing by getting uh, Courtney, Big Lips, comedian. Whitney. Whitney. Whitney Cummings. Cummings. Jesus. As long as she's out of a job. <laughs> I'm, I'm fine with that. Her new special's kind of tight. Really? It's weird, man. It's called Can I Touch It? And she got like a... $100,000 sex robot made of her. Oh, I saw like the little clip of that. And it's that. up on stage. Watch that special. It's cool. It's different. It's kind of void, devoid of like punchlines and stuff, but like. <laughs> <laughs> you know how comedy specials are No, no, but it's good. I'll, I'll vouch for it. I'll say watch it. All right. But she is kind of annoying. I'll probably get mad and walk away. And You're not watching it. Not going to watch it. It's okay. It. I'm not worried about it. Good. Please don't be. Owner, Jim Crane. Ah. Uh, he looks like a Fox News pundit who only covers divorce law. <laughs> <laughs> this week in divorce <laughs> and sadness. <laughs> Dr. Jimmy Crane here. That's strong. Uh, here's a plot twist. Jim is a member of the Democratic Party and frequently donates to the DNC. A Democrat who owns a ball club in Houston. That's just as strange as finding a Democrat in Texas. Yeah, that's fucking odd, man. It's wild. Uh, Jim Crane, he looks like the dad who hangs out with his son's friends without his son. (laughs) (laughs) These are my boys. Yeah, you know, we're just hanging. Brayson and Bryson and Brinson? Yeah, these are my dudes. They're my buds. I don't really have a punch for this, but it's just such a funny fact. Jim Crane got married to that lady. You're right. And they booked Bruno Mars for his wedding, and then Bruno Mars had to drop for another date. Oh, fuck. I don't know. I wish I knew who replaced him. I wish I wrote a punchline, but it's just so funny that he was like, going to give Bruno Mars $3 million to do his wedding in the Dominican Republic. And Bruno was like, yeah, I'm going to play an arena in Akron. Yeah, sorry. sorry. You know what they said instead? is the grenade from I'll Catch a Grenade yeah, for you. Yeah, there it is. They, they just, just sent a grenade. That's it. It's fine, man. 
Old Jim Crane, worth $2 billion, going to win another World Series. What a guy. What a guy. Uh, President of Baseball Operations, Jeff Lou now. Jeff Lou now that's a lot of teeth. <laughs> he has more teeth than ICE has agents in Houston. <laughs> Um, Jeff had his first baseball job with the St. Louis Cardinals in 2003 because of his work with numbers and analytics in the consulting world. So when he was hired, people around the office gave him nicknames such as The Accountant and Harry Potter. Tell you what, that's mean, but accurate. Yeah. We should have those guys on. Yeah, yeah, those guys can ride a burn. They're pretty good. Uh, did you know that he was born in born in Mexico? I, I thought his family was of Mexican descent. His family's of Mexican descent, but I think he was born... He, anyway, there's an article that said he's like filled with Mexican pride. Okay. Uh, he was born in Mexico to, I guess, like a ghost and a piece of white bread. <laughs> he looks about as Mexican as a Taco Bell burrito. <laughs> what are you talking about, Mexican? Your name's Jeff Lunhow. Yeah, no. Lou now, or Lou whatever now. it yeah. fucking is, man. Yeah, this guy. I mean, I know you're good at your job or whatever, but yeah. fuck off. This is a podcast. <laughs> yeah, eat it. We don't like you. Eat it, Jeff. <sighs> Okay, manager A.J. Hinch. He looks like the human personification of a Doberman. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Uh, He played uh, in the majors for five seasons, most of them between AAA and the majors as a backup catcher. Uh, He really couldn't couldn't really get his swing going because he couldn't get past those massive ears. It's a whole thing. Yeah, it throws off the the motion of your swing. Yeah, he had a real hinch in his swing. Ah, hinch in his giddy-up. Uh, A.J. Hinch, by all accounts, is a family man, uber professional, and respected by everyone in his community. But that's also how everyone described BTK and Ted Bundy. (laughs) We don't know if that's necessarily a good thing. He was like a young phenom. Like when he was coming up out of college and high school, Mm -hmm. everyone thought he was the next big thing. And then immediately became the youngest manager ever. Just couldn't put it together as a player, but he clearly has an beautiful baseball mind yeah he does i mean what he did in the world series in 2016 fucking worked and the way he used his bullpen and starter i mean he fucking it's beautiful when you see a guy who's good at his job man yeah it's pretty awesome it's exciting um okay that's the skipper now we go to dh (sighs) jordan alvarez jordan isn't a name it's what you yell at a guy blacked out named dan no (laughs) Your Dan. No, your Dan. Your Dan. Oh, I like that. It's so dumb. Yeah, it's very dumb, but you know, what are we going to do? It's week 25. <laughs> you couldn't be more Bro, right. What are you going to do, man? Uh, your Dan Alvarez. Uh, cool. I guess Jordan's favorite sandwich is uh, peanut butter and yelly. <laughs> Wash it down with a nice glass of apple juice. Is that the one you said I was gonna? <laughs> no, I don't know, no, but that you're, you'll know which one I'm talking. Oh, about. I'm so excited! I don't know. I'm pretty sure Jordan was raised in Jacksonville, Florida. Oh wow! Yeah, you went. <laughs> you went. Y'all in. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, I'm telling you what, baby. Let's just look at his numbers real quick. It's, they're so good, bro. Jordan Alvarez. They just picked <laughs> him up from the Dodgers for literally nothing. They traded him for a guy who's currently a free agent. I don't even know who he is. Something Fields, dude. In in sixty six games in two hundred forty at bats, he has seventy six hits, nineteen doubles, twenty two homers, sixty three ribs, forty walks, forty walks, forty walks, seventy two strikeouts. That's a good fucking ratio. 
He's batting 317 with an on-base percentage of 413 with a 671 slugging. With just about double the at-bats of Aquino. Yeah. He's like Aquino if Aquino just keeps being Aquino. Right, and doesn't have a drop-off. Yeah. His OPS plus is 180. That's fucking crazy. Fuck dude. you. Fuck you, Houston. God, fuck you right know, in the ass. Man. That's the worst, dude. God, they're so fucking good. Just you go through this. And we even we – I'm just going to let you guys know. We skipped George Springer. Uh, He's Cor- on the DL currently. Yeah. Correa's out. And we skipped Josh Reddick because it, there's just so much to get to. Dude, and you, most you, of the if bullpen. If you roasted every good player on the Astros, we'd be writing 50 jokes. Yeah. Because they've got the best roster in the league, and it's not even close. Yeah, them and the Dodgers. And I think the Dodgers is going to be the longest one because they're like, can't leave him off. Like, you can't leave David yeah. Freeze off. You know, not roast Cody Bellinger. A lot. Like, a lot. Jock Peterson. That guy's on fucking yeah, fire. Yeah, he's like playing out of his mind. So you're playing out of his mind. Second base, Jose Altuve. In 2018, Jose signed an eight-year, $151 million contract, which makes sense because he's 151 centimeters tall. That's not bad. Four foot nine. Yeah. I did the math for you. <laughs> Close, dude. Actually, Jose is five foot six, which makes him the shortest active player in Major League Baseball, which has to be tough being out on the road all the time and asking for a high chair when the team goes out to eat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Did you cut up my steak? <laughs> I don't want to choke. Do you have ketchup? Uh, this is a little known fact. Uh, Jordan Alvarez yeah. is actually just two Jose Altuve's in a trench coat. <laughs> A lot of people don't know that. Wow, that's, that's a lot of That's why effort. they're getting him for nothing, you know? Yeah. And uh, Jose Altuve, uh, a little-known fact about Jose Altuve, they actually just passed out clones of Jose Altuve during his bobblehead night. <laughs> <laughs> this little dude's a Funko Pop. Dude. He's tiny. Dude, he he is a Lego man. If he's 5'6 in the, in the books, I... He's probably five five. He's five seven in the books, but then he's like, "All right, let's actually correct it." I'm five six. I'm five and a half feet tall. Yeah, <laughs> I'm four foot he ten. Is two inches taller than Molly Hartzell. That's crazy. That's bonkers. So he's five six. I'm five ten. Yeah, we'd look down on him, dude. He'd suck on my teeth. Yeah, yeah. Just looking at it, go right up to your boob, man. Fucking wild. I also in the slideshow have a picture of him standing next to Aaron Judge, and it's one of the funniest pictures. It is beautiful. It's so he's also, yeah, eight years, $151 million last year. So like he's there. He's set. What you want, dog? Not so here we go. Shortstop Alex Bregman. He's a Jew from Albuquerque, New Mexico. Which is like being a Catholic from Antarctica. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just not what? a lot of those. Yeah, I'm a Buddhist Swahili guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm a Buddhist. Or, uh, no, it's a... I'm a Rastafarian Belgian. Yeah, I'm a Lutheran from Japan. Yeah, right. It's just insane. Also, I didn't have to tell you he was Jewish because his nose already did. Yeah. Yeah, his, news, his nose just tried to sell you some electronics or diamonds. <laughs> Yeah. No, did you know that his nose will represent Jim in divorce court next time he, uh, his wife tries to leave? I did not know that. Come on. <laughs> That's, That's great. It's like we're good at this. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. <laughs> Alex Bregman, he looks like the Covington Catholic kid all grown up. Oh, God. Except That's... he's Jewish. <laughs> Alex Bregman looks like he strikes his kid out when he pitches him wiffle balls. <laughs> <laughs> Watch Try it. this out for size. I call this the razor. Because <laughs> it's some chin music. 
tags this kid. <laughs> just throws him knuckles all day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this kid just strikes out every time. I love the idea of a Major League Baseball player just owning his child in baseball. So he signed a deal that's going to buy out the rest of his arbitration. And then he has two more years, and then the two years after that, then he's a free agent. It's a good contract for him. It's like five years. Because he's getting paid. Hundred million. Nine figs, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, the dude's already killing it, and then he can re-up whenever. And... He'll re-up before 30. Yeah. Damn, son. Yeah, it's kind of... Reds are going to sign him 2022, baby. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Left field, Michael Brantley. He looks like if a clown on the front of a funhouse was made out of old leather. (laughs) (laughs) He looks like the human personification of BoJack Horseman. (laughs) (laughs) He's got a lot of horse-like qualities. Nay. He looks like Jussie Smollett if he had actually gotten his ass beat. (laughs) (laughs) Was it Juicy Smollett? Juicy Smollett, baby. So funny. Yeah, man. Uh, Michael Brantley looks like David Injustice. (laughs) (laughs) That's the one. <laughs> That's the one. I wrote it earlier and I looked over at Billy and I was like, man, you're going to love hate this. I love it. <laughs> David and Justice. No There's no hate. It's so silly. David and Justice. We got to talk about him. I mean, yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, Brantley is a great pickup. It makes so much sense that the Astros went out and paid a little bit more. Sure. And then they bring him in and be like, hey, bro, you're on the best team in the league. Don't get hurt. No pressure. Don't get hurt. You don't got to be the best player on the team. Yep. And all he, he's just batting 294. He hasn't been hurt this year. Yeah. Yeah, he's exciting. And what did he's, they sign him to? Two years, like 31 or something? So I'll look that up next. He is batting 324. 324? He is batting 324 with an on base of 385 with a slugging 521 with an OPS plus of 137. He has 80 ribs, 19 homers, 39 doubles, and 165 hits. So he's having like the best career of his, or best season of his career. It's up there. I mean, the best year he had was in 2014 where he hit 327 with 20 bombs. And then let's look at his contract real fast. I'm going to guess two years, 32. It was something along. What is it? Two years, 32. Let's go, baby. On the, Come on. On the dick. So that's a great deal. That's a killer deal for the Astros. <sighs> Fuck. Of course they fucking signed a killer deal to the Astros. And then the Indians just let him walk. Imagine how much better the Indians would with have been. With him out in the outfield? With those numbers? Add Puig to Brantley. Yikes. Puig's having a good season with the Indians. It makes me happy. He cooled off a little bit. Yeah, which I mean. Also makes me happy. Yeah, that also makes me happy. So that it could be easier to re sign him if you wanted to. Yeah, let's go. Uh, I don't want it. Oof, here we go. Uh, starting pitcher Justin Verlander. He looks like a chipmunk with a five o'clock shadow. Yeah. Justin is known for chewing up innings and logs. That's a fact. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you know Justin Verlander has his own brand of hard cider? And he's the mascot on the bottle of cider. Are you serious? Yeah, it's called Woodchuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I knew you were going to hate that. You got me good, you fuck. <laughs> 
I bought it. I could have believed that he had a hard cider distributed in Houston and Detroit. <laughs> Fuck, man. You got me. I mean, Kid Rock has his own chain of restaurants and bars. I mean, yeah. What couldn't say that Verlander had his own hard cider company? Kid Rock's big-ass honky-tonk. That's what it's called. It's disgusting. Big, and then there's a donkey. Honky-tonk. Rest in peace, the world. Yikes. Yeah, I know. You got anything else on Verlandy? No. Uh, I, I left I left Kate up to do you. No, fair enough. Well, I just think that he looks like the best pitcher on your dad's beer league softball team. <laughs> like, how is this guy the best pitcher in the last decade? He's, uh, <laughs> he's so filthy, man. Throw a pitch. He looks like he's more likely to throw a fit about tires costing too much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I really like yeah, that. Yeah, man, dude. He's just like a... He's just a fucking dweeb-looking guy. I he know. looks like if he wasn't a professional athlete, he would be so fat. Dude, yes, I'm with you on you that. You know what I'm saying? He just looks like the coolest gym teacher. Yeah, no shit. He's a gym teacher where it's just like basketball every day. Basketball every day. He's in the corner. He's got an ice pack on his head. Yeah, because he's hungover. So hungover. Drinking too many Milwaukee's Ooh. best ice. Too many woodchucks. Too many chucks. Too many of that Homemade Verlander mm. cider, baby. <laughs> Just chucking it down. We got to put his face on a bottle of woodchuck. Oh, man. I think that might be my move. Just in grocery stores, just start taping it on. Yeah, it's an easy move, man. That's a great one. And let's not forget that he's the best pitcher of the generation. He's married to Kate Upton. He's won a couple World Series, and he's a hundred millionaire. So fuck that guy, right? Dude, he gets to smack around those boobs. He gets to make her clap. Maybe the best boobs ever. Ooh. That's... That's some high praise. That's some high fucking praise, but there's some perfect boobies. They are perfect. Yeah, they're very perfect. Oh, it's so good, man. I've seen I've seen Verlander's dick before. Oh yeah. Sex day, baby. That's right, I forgot about yeah. that. Yeah. It's a nice piece. You know what? I am wearing gym shorts. It's a nice piece. We're not gonna look it up. Look, I'm already a little hard. I don't I don't need blue chew. They taste good. But they taste really good. <laughs> and it's really starting to work. It's really kicking in. I took it hours ago, and it's kicking in now. I'm sorry, man. It's just a nice... It's a good product. It's a great product, and I, I support it fully. Uh, you know, I, I'm i hard. So, <laughs> starting pitcher Garrett Cole. He looks like a sheepdog who's about to be put down. <laughs> yes, he does. Uh, Garrett Cole looks... Garrett Cole, that's not a name. It sounds like a cheap jeans brand you find at Costco. <laughs> it's strong. That's good. Get yourself a pair of rugged Garrett Cole boot cuts. <laughs> boot cuts. Because when the Garrett gets working, you need the coal to keep it burning. Only Garrett Coles. Uh, only because it rhymes. Garrett Cole, more like ferret hole. There it is. You know how much I hate ferrets. Yeah, I was about to say, how, what are your feelings on ferrets? Uh, do, you have, do you have four minutes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For, do you have four minutes and an open mic? <laughs> it's, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's now, It yeah, it has surpassed three and a half minutes. I don't want, it, it's not blowing your bit. Could you say what a ferret looks like? Oh, a ferret looks like a gym sock covered in fur stuffed with baby teeth. And the... the that one. And then the other one looks like a Jim, uh, looks like a Jim Henson. Oh, wait. Uh, oh, yeah. A ferret looks like a raccoon at a one-night stand with a snake. That's the best, dude. The, a, a raccoon fucked a snake and made a parrot. I think, I need, to, I think I need to reorganize that. Do the the gym sock covered in fur stuff with baby teeth. Yeah. And then do the Jim Henson line. 
And then do the you snake. You close with the snake because the snake is so funny. It's man. thank you. Yeah, dude, raccoon fucks a snake, makes <sighs> a ferret, kills me. Do I need? To, I think I. Sorry, we're workshopping real fast. Do I need to just say how much why I hate him more? Because it's starting to like up top. You need to say my roommate, blah blah blah, blind ferret, and then you need to yeah, two or three quick bullet points about why you hate a ferret. Yeah, they smell like funny line. Right. They don't cuddle with you. They're like a. Blank. Yeah, I forget to do that. You know what I'm saying? Just a little exposition to explain why right. your deep hatred for ferrets. Right, and then Make go into... a line about how you got bit by a ferret when you had to babysit it in fifth grade or something. Did get bit by a ferret. Yeah, this man's been bit by a ferret. My, of course he doesn't My, like my neighbor used to have a pet ferret, and uh, as soon as he got it, I was like, oh, we're not friends anymore. Yeah, yeah, see you later, bud. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Garrett Cole, <laughs> I just rhymed ferret hole for no reason. Um yeah. It's hard to hate a guy that's making Pittsburgh fans so sad. You know? Isn't that the truth? Yeah, I mean, it's hard to hate a guy that's making fans up in Pittsburgh just think, what if? What if? And then also, um, he has um, expressed interest in being a color commentator after his career. Really? Which is, I'm sure he'd be good at it, especially because he looks like John Kombucha Gross. <laughs> 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 oh, that's awesome. Because he has long hair. What a douche. What a douche. <laughs> there we go. This fucking guy. My God. Zach Grinky, with that long hair, he looks like the guitarist who can't go out to play because he had too much acid. <laughs> <laughs> and then Zach Grinky got all his hair cut off, which now he looks like he's about to be the second person to shoot up a Walmart in Texas. <laughs> Today. <laughs> Today. Yeah. And then Zach suffers from social anxiety disorder. Believe that. Which I would want to, which would I want to talk to people after I made millions of dollars throwing a baseball? Might as well slap a label yeah, on it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I get it, man. I kind of, I'm not attacking mental health. Right. But. But. There are some people where I'm like, you just don't want to talk to people. You're just an asshole. Maybe you're just a bit of a dick. Yeah, and I think someone who is a hundred millionaire who's played baseball at a high level since they were six years old yeah. can just be like, I don't want to talk to you. Yeah. So let's just say I have social anxiety and we'll Type move on. Type two or whatever. Right. Yeah, Zach Grinky, if you look at that picture, uh, Grinky would like you to know that thems is some good taters. <laughs> <laughs> Who let him grow his hair out like that? It's bad. It's so bad. He looks like a scarecrow who's supposed to scare away kids. <laughs> <laughs> tired of all these scarecrows. I'm gonna. I'm tired of all these kids in my front lawn. I'm gonna put a grinky up. There. Yeah, I'll put a put a put a sack grinky on. Man, that's all I got on the grink man. He's other not, than other than him just being not having a great start in Houston. No, but. He's going to go undefeated in the playoffs. Oh, they're going to sweep their way to the World Series. He'll flip a switch. Do you think he's, like, learning pitches from Cole and Verlander? Like, how do you do this? And, like, he's perfecting them. And then once it's playoff time, it's just, like, over. Well, we just know for a fact that he's a good pitcher. Yeah. It's it, the past been, 10 years. He's been in the league for almost fucking 15 years. Yeah. So, like, I, you know, there it, there will be some wear and tear. But, man, yeah. and it's once, not, the, once the playoff season starts, man, you think he's going to go out there and get beat around in an NLDS? No. No. Or an ALDS? No. no he's not. He's going to go out there and just fucking make the twins call him daddy. Oh, that's going to be nice. Yeah. I mean, these playoffs, I'm so fucking I'm psyched. excited to watch it, man. I'm excited to watch it. Like, it, with the... Optimism and hope that we have after this season going into 2020, it's not like... 
in 2016 where we were watching the playoffs thinking, man, the Reds aren't going to be here for a decade. Right, and now it's like, there's a path. No, but now it's just like, you know, we're a team. We're, we're here. We're, we're here. We're, we're completely viable. We're gonna, I, I think that we're going to spoil the Cubs season. I sure fucking I bet you hope we so. Go, I bet you we, I, 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 we're going to sweep the Cubs next time we play them. Yeah, at, at their, their house. fucking number this year. Yep, at their house. It's going to be in their head. They're going to need to sweep us. And they're not going and to. And they're not going to, and we're going to bust their season up. Oh. Even if they go 2-1, and one, it will hurt their that's season. It, I think that's going to be a motivating factor, playing these guys coming down the stretch. I think they're going to want to knock these people out. Yeah. They know they can put they can put a nail in the Brewers' coffin for their season. Play the spoiler, man. Make it be your playoff <laughs> games. If you're going to be seven games under five hundred with 20 left, go out there and every game is your World Series. Yep. Go out there and just ruin Yelich's year. That combined with the fact that these guys are playing for spots. Absolutely. You've so got that's enough, another You've got enough everyday factor. players that they're playing for pride, and then you got enough players who are good enough that are coming up, the O'Grady's, the Van Meters, the Irvins of the world, who you would like to think that they're just going to be playing out of their mind to make sure that they are on the 25-man roster next season. Yep. Makes me excited, dude. I'm pumped. Makes me geeked. Let's get this last son of a bitch. Ozuna. Roberto Ozuna. His face looks swollen. It looks like he lost the fight to the girl he was trying to beat up. Yeah, dude. He fought fucking Chris Cyborg. (laughs) Uh, I think he has been such a successful closer, not because of his stuff, but because the hitter is distracted by how ugly he is. He's busted, bro. Dude, it's bad. It looks like he got his goatee hair grafted onto his eyebrows. (laughs) What the fuck, man? He's I don't know. How do you write a... How do you write Burns about a guy who's just... A bad egg. Like, he just beats up girls. Yeah. It's his thing, dog. I mean... God, he sucks. At being a human. But As far as being a baseball closer, he is among the best in the league. Yeah, he's up there. That's what they deserve after going Verlander, Cole, Grinky is to close it down with Asuna. My goodness. Yeah, they're silly. I mean, you named them right. The Houston, how did they not win the World Series Astros? There's no doubt. If they don't win the World Series, it's a total failure of a season. Yeah. That's it. I mean, and and the Dodgers are in the exact same boat. Yeah. They They have built their rosters for October. That is going to be a fun World Series. And would you, I mean, I'll shake on it with you right now. It's L.A., Houston again. Oh, for sure. I'm with you on that. And it's going to go seven games. Yeah. It's got to go seven games. I think we're going to get a real classic. I think so, too, man. I'm geeked. I'm excited. I don't really remember. Last year's World Series was Dodgers, Red Sox. I mean, I fucking hate the Red Sox. And the Dodgers, like, they're going to be there. And then the year before that, you had Houston, Houston and Do- the Dodgers, and that was a great World Series. And then it was like Houston and no, it was Cleveland, Royals. Cleveland and Chicago. Which, yeah. what a great World yeah, Series! Yeah, that was a good one. So uh, when did when was Kansas City in it? The year before that, fifteen, 15? and fourteen. Yeah, and then they just fell off. Yep. Which and then they sold their shit for what a billion dollars. Running a baseball team's hard, man. It ain't easy. No, but sure would like to do it. Making a team good. Yeah. You could. You I could. Bet you could. You could. Nah, I could be a team fucking cheerleader. Hell yeah. I'll be a culture. I'll be the cultural leader of a team. I ain't running shit, man. It's, I'll hire you to be my my cultural. Yeah, I'll just go in there and just be 
dude. Make people feel good about themselves. Dude, you're like my kombucha because you're my culture. Yeah, that. Oh, man. <laughs> Let's go, baby. Hey, I'm on it today. We should buy the Florence Freedom. Dude. Let's take out a loan for they $75. Just, I think they just got bought again. Probably. Probably. It's just inevitable. We should, uh, in the off season, because by the time Game 7 is happening between Houston and L.A., we're going to be in the fun off-season episodes of New Nasty Boys. A lot of cool we stuff. We should just set up the mic and watch the game. That's a good idea. Just release it during the week? Yeah, set up the mic, watch the game. And, you know, the span of the episode, we'll probably get through four or five innings. Yeah. But then we can just say, you know, try to call what we think is going to happen in the game. You know, that'd be fun. That'd be a lot of fun. This off-season is going to be a lot of fun. Yes. I mean, you're, I mean we're gonna, you're going to be getting a lot of... Different length episodes, different themed episodes, yeah. different all everything. A lot it's of be guests. Fun. It'll be fun. Yeah, I can't wait. Um, let's round third and head for home. Lee, you're doing some pretty awesome this weekend. Coolest thing ever, man. Biggest thing that's happened in my career thus far. I'm going down to Atlanta. I am leaving tomorrow at like nine thirty, and mm-hmm. I am yeah featuring for Chad Daniels at the Atlanta Punchline, baby. Hit it, dude. Are Hit you it. you're driving? Yeah, I'm driving. Eight hours, so yeah. that you're leaving at nine thirty. What that puts you there? Is it eight? I thought it was. It might be eight. Maybe I'm wrong. Last time I drove there, I was coming from Chattanooga, which is that's like a three hour drive. Let me double check. At Atlanta, You'll be there Georgia. on 6, plus, well, don't forget about that traffic. Getting Oh, in man, you're right. It's not 545. It's 655. Yeah, I'll be leaving earlier than that. Yeah. Good thing I'm going to sleep like a champion tonight because it kicked in. Oh, yeah? I mean, I'm not, like, insane off my mind right now, but I feel like a little high boy. Yeah, you're going to be real high. Yeah, I'm going to, hopefully I'm just going to go to sleep and have crazy dreams. You'll have, yeah, that sounds about right. We can only hope. Yeah. But... No, I'm so geeked for that. And then the week after that, I got a host weekend at the Funny Bone in Liberty. That's awesome. 9-12 through 9-14. Come check that out. We talked about it at the beginning. Come out in full force next Monday the 9th at the Hub. It's going to be so fucking fun. It's going to be rad. Uh, We're raising money for a good cause. Uh, It's going to, uh, you know, the fallen friend of the Hub, Danny. It's going to her favorite charity. Yeah. So that'll be fun. And then on, uh, I think it's September 29th, I'm doing Sean Braley's storytelling show, Cincy Stories. Oh, at the Woodward? I don't know or if no, this oh, one's at the Oh, the State Street Pub? Yeah, this one's probably not at yeah. a big venue. But I'm, I'm excited to just tell a story. I made his shirts. You made his shirts. He got shirts. They're I cool. love me some Sean Braley, man. That dude rules. No, he's he's so professional and he's getting funny and he's just a good guy. Yeah, and his I got to go to his office, which is really cool. Oh yeah, it's what's real. he do for a living? Sensi stories. That's his life. Yes. What a badass. I know. He's found a way to fucking make it work. That's how hard they work on this shit. Well then, yeah, dude, come out to that show for mm-hmm. sure. Nine twenty nine. Yeah. Street City Pub, baby. Make it work. Um, I'm going to be in Seattle next week. So, uh, that is so exciting. Expect the next episode coming from Seattle. That'll be awesome. I'm going to figure out, I'll let you know if Jake actually bought a blue mic. Cause if he did, then I will leave you this. Okay, cool. So then you call in to us and just talk into that. Right. And hook that up. I can do that. 
It'll be pretty cool. I've got Skype on my computer. Perfect. And then it'll be us in the room. That'll be so fun, man. I can't wait. It's going to be a blast. Yeah, Jake's the guy who gave me that vial of the devil's juice that I just drank. So have fun out there. Yeah, I taste it. So that's where I'm at. And then um, September 20th. I will be hosting the showcase at the Hub with the lovely Kelly Horan. Fuck yeah. Which we are need to talk about tomorrow to book. I was supposed to meet with her like at 435, but I think I might have to push it. But Because work. Just uh, book local heavy, man. It's fucking great. It'll be fun. It's one of the best rooms in the fucking room. Yeah, so. and then I think I'm doing something with Wayne in Columbus. I'm doing Tree Bar. Tree Bar. Tom Plute hosts that. That's a great room. Yep, I'm doing that. Let me pull up my calendar here. I'm doing that in... Oh, fuck me. I forget the date. But yeah, come out to Columbus whenever the fuck. You know, go to Tree Bar whenever that's supposed to happen. (laughs) Come out to Columbus. Fuck you. Fuck you. (laughs) Just do it. Um, It's a Tuesday. I do know that. Voice lesson. Too drunk. Proof. I don't know. It's somewhere in this calendar. I gotta ask Wayne. But yeah, come to that. And then October 13th, the Go Bananas. Boom, baby. So... Come to that, too. Let's do it. Cool. Well, thank you for listening. We appreciate it, as always. Uh, Go bet on some shit with my bookie and eat some blue chew. We love you guys. Stay nasty. Love you. Go Red Legs. Bye. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. 
Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B Y T E.com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more.